Welcome to Ojibwe Stories, Gaganunida. I'm your host, Eric Reddix. Our guests today are Lee Staples, or Obazan, a spiritual advisor for the Malax Band of Ojibwe, and Chato Gonzalez, Obazan's apprentice and translator. They talk with us today about healthy tribal organizations and leadership. <laughs> So Obazan was talking about is it's important when people are working in uh, leadership positions that they take the time to work together to work good as a group because it's the Anishinaabe who will suffer as a result if the leadership, if the people in leadership do not take that stance and make sure that people are happy, people are working together. He talked about that uh, those people that are working in those leadership positions, you know, if it's government or if it's like a director of an organization 
uh, program within the government that um, they're working for the money dues people, the creators of Anishinaabe. So as Anishinaabe people, to use that tobacco every day, if it's either an individual to go out and put your tobacco out every day, or if it's even as a group to get together and use your tobacco as a support system, since it's the money dues people that they're working for. And, you know, hopefully that will help smooth things out. And also, um, he talked about things that he did as a director of a program was he made sure they met together weekly. It was like an open space, open time to talk, to let things out. If something came up during the week prior, to uh, talk about that, get that out of their system. So then the following week that they're starting with a new slate and they don't have no grudges against each other because they've already worked it out. This is Ojibwe Stories Gaganunanada, a program of Ojibwe culture. Our guests today are Lee Staples, or Obazan, a spiritual advisor for the Mille Lacs Band of Ojibwe, and Chato Gonzalez, Obazan's apprentice and translator. Today they talk with us about healthy tribal organizations and leadership. Ishichige, Mashichige, 
Shashipitam Kauvina Bisantasin Eidninda Navachukoma Mi Eo Pemuvitu Teo Nishkatentang Ma Bhinshuna Enna Yamagak Enna Yamagatinik Nako Kayema Kauvin Migo Isha Anu Indesitawin me always we visit our Pinucci. Skate a shower nishinabe, me go gay wind the bishku. A shoe visit a scare eo ma, the bishku, chwakai ganing ma, yang ma, king. Me in the bacheo, United States, a shoe in dung our nishinabe, chumukaman. E pinnegai chagazaman. Koyangi anwen mi gumen i kupiten da nawa gitin wewene nan gitishitwawene nan nujo se ma keang. Nako ke gi anwen mi gunan awa biskiwed. Kegeta anwen man bekane nansanet dano. Pe madasanet bekane shitwad. Kupiten man mi iwa pinunta muatengeo git. Dissimanane, and the Shanabe or Kei should be Madis's Madas in Jagadis and on Mimkaye Ma. When you come up, then the things get us Mima, Pinjana, Kenna, Nepa, our Nishanabe, pay more to deal. Much ye named them when me the Shamangawin Sakabama Pinjana, Ayas, Ayas, seen me you. Ne poama, hope you move it on my natak. Me deshima when you come, Mark. Oh, Anishinabe. Uncle Quatic is it on a wee mamma, chigate gego. We need she chigate me, ma, dummies of water, man, and mammy got what much he kit Going a yoshki, a was a seog, ill bemini, a shamuadam. Scare. Be known to our own shanabe, be winter moved, gawin. We region of key mass in our own shanabe. Gayabe, shamaji is away, be saying. Sanaki say our nishanabe. Scare me away, nahe, neguadashima. Hanin to go to buy iron, ma, and Shinabe with King. Me go, ma, didn't a talk was coming on ill. Majai, Majai named on Shinabe, ma, being Jenna. 
Mima went to Kamaka, oh, got two dog going, got two dog. Oh, Chimukmani, two dog going on, you know, on the wind, me going. Gave me Queen Dan Kohan and Gin on the Wagwangi was going on Nishanabe Kitawa, Dow in Gidashaguja, so on now, Abishki with some Nepoaka. Skehani and my Mima. Kinawin me Kedas nungo nungo mne pa au nishinabe mima ke ishapana no. Dame kawadwe ge bisindagu jena. Dekana wabandang da nidashindang ma bingena he nishkwe gudda. Ena anawain disudda. Buchma da saga mumaka. Nago gaye dame kwendang. A au nishinabe gaishi ikano ma go siyang. I no go awabish keyway ge geti when the chimasha do dago none. Get the show guy, she can omago was young and shina be young. Scare, Miss Swago, we are Nissada no bay show in a wemung. Sagi in a wemung bush the horse away in a manan. Same on a tamawanan. Me o guy, she can omago was young, me gaye. You get to the wawa to know, wabishki win gaye. Skema in the abjimin jim in the moad me o. In this quay go at a honey me wang. Me go ma kawe minikin way way to I started to talk about, um, you know, this country we live in. It's almost like living in an abusive household. It's like a child being physically abused, emotionally abused in the home. And how they hear those negative messages all the time. And they internalize them and they begin to believe that about themselves. The very same thing has happened to us as in the Shinabi, this big country. It's like one big house. And we've lived under and been subject to that same type of abuse. And a lot of us as a people over the years and generations have internalized those messages. And we believe that about ourselves. I can always remember growing up hearing Shinabe say, you know, you can't beat the white man, he's too smart. What does that say about us as an Anishinaabe? So we have a lot of these people that just have, they're like a keg with no arrow. They got all of this internalized anger that's been carried down from generation to generation. And their parents have passed on that same view of this world. So... When you bring all these people to work together, they have got all this bottled up anger. And sometimes they're not even aware of it. And it comes out sideways. You look at some of our people, you can see it in their faces. You know, that wrinkled forehead, 
That's what they call, I think the word is lateral violence. That's what makes it so hard for us as a people to work together. I mean, I've worked in organizations, you just look at a fellow employee and you see that right on their face, that anger. Mean, and they're hard to work with. Um, they have to go to counseling, therapy. Our teaching as a people, when we're grieving, it's important you vent whatever is bothering you. They always teach them to go out in the woods and just let it fly, let those emotions fly. Those money do go out there will help you. Same with this anger, we need to get it out, vented. Go to counseling or therapy or find people that you trust that you can really talk about what's bothering you. The more you talk about it, the less control it has over you. And the other thing is to forgive. You'll, you'll notice that in those different groups, you have to have compassion for one another. Our teaching as a people is no matter if someone should kill our closest friend, someone we like the most, our relative, the bottom line is we have to forgive that individual put tobacco for them. Otherwise, that anger will destroy us. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, the funny thing about something like that is it's, you gave the extreme example of somebody that gets killed, but, you know, and I see a lot in the community, you'll be talking to somebody, oh, I don't like them. Yeah. Why? And it's really something just really stupid. It's like the opposite <laughs> of the spectrum. It's like some junior high kind of beef or something, you know, yeah. and it just seems like people have these opinions about people that are kind of based on nothing, really. I was saying that we have to forgive the white man mm. for what he did to us. I mean, he almost killed the people, really, actually. Mm. Luckily, some of our people hung on. But the other thing is, I try to, and Shadow keeps reminding me, those that f me off, I need to have compassion for them. Mm. That uh, the way they were brought up, their childhood, mm. and a lot of this, that's what's coming out and directed at me, or whatever. I did a funeral once, uh, and he was really mean. I mean, he was mean to me, and he did some just real awful stuff. But I agreed to do that funeral, and uh, the way I worked through it is to remember his spirit is pure. He had a spirit within. That's the one I related to. And all this other stuff, his anger was of this world. Our spirit is pure, and that's the one I related to and sent on that journey. So. This is Ojibwe Stories Gaganunanada, a program of Ojibwe culture. Our guests today are Lee Staples, or Obazan, a spiritual advisor for the Mille Lacs Band of Ojibwe, and Chato Gonzalez, Obazan's apprentice and translator. Today they talk with us about healthy tribal organizations and leadership. <laughs> Me mom, we need to send the money you. You should win the August of your son. Give me the August of your son. The baby will not go out. I'm going to do the week and get the poor man. I'm going to get the dog. I'm going to dog. I'm going to get the dog. I'm going Nooch ne poma scapeus scape me mam and the money do chigeta own shinape me mam. Sanagaka booch yo mamo chigewen matayamakam. Ke 
That is leadership to the max. When you do the ceremonies and you got that leadership role, that is the most difficult. And that's where you got to practice. You have people coming like to these ceremonial dances. They come there for spiritual support and some of them come there asking for help and illness. All that spiritual related stuff. Same with them in Day Lodge. Those people come there with illnesses, major illnesses, cancer, all that. And that is leadership to the max. You have to be in a good spot to do that, to not alienate people. You can't have all that anger. So pretty much that people need to take a look at how hard that leadership role is. You know, the situation that I've been put in that there are all kinds of ceremonies I do. And I can't go around being mean, but if people would just kind of um, understand 
the difficult role that a lot of our Anishinaabe people have when they are in that spiritual role and leadership of a particular ceremony. So Obazan was talking about leadership, and he was giving a couple examples of his own life, his own leadership roles that he plays. He's a drum keeper over in Ajamuk, him and uh, Larry Smallwood, a Mick, Mikogabo. And they take care of a drum together. And he talked about his leadership role there. You know, there's a lot of drum members. You have your, all your veterans and your singers and Yogichidakwe. There has to be teamwork. They have to work together. It's not just him carrying this drum. It's all them together carrying this drum. And there has to be teamwork together. And his role as a drum keeper is to keep that together. And he was told that if they don't work together... They're always fighting and bickering and talking about each other that what will happen is there's money dog that sit around that ceremonial drum. He says they sit right above that drum when it's open. And what'll happen is if all that's there, all that fighting and bickering and bad feelings is there, then those money dog up and leave. And then basically we're just going through the motions with an empty ceremony because we drove all those money dog away. This is the same with Medewin. He uh, takes care of a Medewin Lodge over in uh, Malax District 1. And there's a lot of people that it takes to do this. He has all of his helpers, Shkabewusug. Uh, it takes a teamwork of people to help each one of those people go through the lodge. Um, there's people cooking. It takes a lot to keep that together also. There has to be teamwork there. And the same thing, you know, that can happen is those money dukages up and leave if we're sitting there bickering. But... It makes it hard. It makes it hard on him. It makes it hard on other people that are there and trying to be in a good frame of mind to help people because there's a lot of people that come from all over the country to ask for help. And if all that's going on, then it's hard to focus and be in tune spiritually to help those people. And um, he has noticed over the years those people that are just difficult, that are hard to work with, that just come in and just... You know, you almost see with the attitude of almost like they want to break things up, that they end up almost like losing that battle and they end up being weeded out. They eventually leave. And that's kind of what's been happening. And we end up with a smaller group, but a strong working group of people that are working together with the same goals in mind. So that's a couple of major examples that he talks about as leadership roles that he plays in the community with carrying that ceremonial jump. Big Drum, and also the Medewin Lodge in Malax. That's all the time we have for today. I want to thank our guests Obazan and Chato Gonzalez for sharing their stories with us. This is Ojibwe Stories Gaganunda. I'm your host, Eric Reddix. Our technical producer is Chris Harwood. To listen again to past episodes of Ojibwe Stories Gaganunda, visit the programs page at kumd.org and click on Ojibwe Stories. Funding for Ojibwe Stories Gaganunda is provided in part by the Minnesota Indian Affairs Council and by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Ojibwe Stories Gaganunida is produced by KUMD and the Tribal Sovereignty Institute at the University of Minnesota Duluth, home of the Master of Tribal Administration and Governance, or MTAG, program, where students learn about leadership, law, sovereignty, and management from a tribal perspective. MTAG was designed by tribes for tribes, currently accepting applications for fall enrollment. 
More information can be found at umdmtag.org. Funding for Ojibwe Stories Gaganunida is provided in part by the UMD College of Education and Human Service Professions and by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Oh, 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 oh.